Yeah, here we go. Welcome to Beer Talk. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, for those of you on Instagram, you just enjoyed a pretty awesome um, dance demonstration by myself. Also, seeing why I don't dance in church ever. So, sorry for you guys on YouTube. You missed it, but you're probably better off for having missed it. So, Yeah. Well, I mean, I did a finger point, so I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm basically ready for any dance team. A strong... <laughs> accusatory point <laughs> no it was up in the air it was oh, like was, a happy was, finger point okay yeah. solid yeah how you doing man how's your week been <laughs> doing pretty good um i'm like being honest though like i am kind of getting bummed out with the whole not being able to sit down and like chat with people hmm. i never thought i'd say this but i actually miss coffee meetings oh really yeah because like I, i'm introverted like full right. on like myers-briggs like in the 90 percentile mm -hmm. i like being alone but, you know, as I've been not around people a lot more, it's been, like, a lot harder. <laughs> How about you? How are you doing? I, I'm doing all right. I mean, I, I'm enjoying that my beard is getting to, like, Gandalf levels. So mm. that's that's pretty solid. Um, I think I'm also kind of getting to the point where I'm, I'm going a little bit stir-crazy. Mm. I think the difficulty... Um, me is like I'm just so used to a certain routine having my week kind of mapped out and I'm I feel kind of bounced all over the place you know hmm. where I'm not you know I don't have my my gym's not open so I'm not getting my gym in the morning and you know having that regular rhythm for even you know for my family and my kids and me that's it's weird you know it's weird Went through, you know, I, anybody who follows my social feeds knows that I went through a small existential crisis over the weekend because that's when I write poetry and put it online. So, mm. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, you know, you start to wonder, sometimes you start to wonder with all this, you know, if the connections you're making and all these virtual connections, if they, if they matter and if they're meaningful. You know, and it's it's it can it can be tough because without that response, you know, that physical response, person to person, face to face, uh, it's it's tough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think one of the big things for me this week has been finally just realizing that this is kind of our reality for the next little bit. I know. And like as much as like I was like, you know, maybe a month, maybe two. I can manage that. I'm like mm. week two in and I'm like, I don't know if I can manage that. So it's, it's quite something. But uh, before we get into our topic for today, we actually want to add a new segment. Oh yeah, that's right. And this new segment is called the beard seal of approval. And basically what that's going to be is us sharing something that we see as like awesome that you can check out during your time in self-isolation or just check out at any time. Yeah, or something that made us laugh this week or something that gave us some joy. Yeah. Now, we, we decided that we would each pick a meme of the week. Now, for those of you guys on Instagram, I'll throw this up in the stories afterwards. But for you guys at YouTube, you get to see this right away. Yeah, so my meme came up first, and I'm a huge fan of cats. So actually, I follow on Instagram. It's called uh, like Daily Cats Official. 
And so this is the meme. It's gravity set too high. He's all squished down. It's super cute. It's super funny. <laughs> That's awesome. And that just brings my heart a lot of joy. Fair enough. Uh, mine was a little more regional. Um, yeah. So for those of you who are in Saskatchewan, apologies, but this is hilarious and ridiculously true. I once uh, spent three weeks on tour in Saskatchewan and it was literally the everywhere that's nowhere tour. Like there are so many tiny little towns in that province that you've never heard of that it's amazing. Again, if you're from Saskatchewan, apologies. Your province is wonderful, but seriously, it's it's kind of hilarious. I once drove through Saskatchewan. Oh yeah, on the way here. <laughs> on the way here, yeah. Was that the longest part of the drive? It really felt like it. Yeah. And I'm like, I got nothing against Saskatchewan. I don't really know anybody there, but I got nothing against them, but it yeah. was definitely something. So. Yeah, yeah. Saskatchewan has a way of making a day feel like a year. Like yeah. it's again, love you, Saskatchewan. <laughs> but yeah, you long, you flat. Yeah, it's time. It's just real like that. It just is. Yeah. And so each week we're gonna have something different for our beard seal of approval. It could be a podcast, could be song, album, movie, game, or memes. Yeah, and get at us with your request if there's a real cool Instagram follow or Facebook follow that you that that you're really digging, or some memes that you're enjoying, or some music that you're enjoying. Uh, just shoot us a DM on Instagram, or feel free to toss it in the comments. Uh, share and share alike. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we. We love, I love a good laugh. So, yeah. I mean, you can never not have enough memes. Well, you and I basically have constantly have a text thread that's like 95% memes. So, yeah, it's like a little bit of business, a couple memes, a little bit of business. Yeah. It's pretty good. But the, most, most memes have at least a peripheral Jesus reference. So, that, that technically counts as ministry, I think. I oh think, yeah, definitely. No, absolutely. Oh, I see. I haven't been counting it as ministry time, but maybe I start. Maybe I should. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think that goes on the balance sheet. All right. So for this week, we're going to actually take a heavy topic. We're going to talk a little bit about mental health. Yeah, we felt like this. This is really on point for what's kind of what we're walking through right now. Like this kind of isolation and and stuff. This is definitely where, if mental health is something you struggle with. This is definitely something that is yeah, makes, you know, makes it a little more challenging. Um, and if you don't struggle with mental health, I'm sure you know somebody who does. Mm -hmm. and, and again, the situation, this kind of quarantine um, makes it harder. It really does. Yeah. For some, it's definitely a lot harder. For others, it might not be because the thing mental health is it's a different picture for each and every single yeah. person. That's why I think it's important that before we get into talking a little bit more about it, that we both admit that we're not professionals in this. Yeah, we want to make a quick disclaimer here um, that we're sharing our own kind of personal journeys and personal experiences. Mm -hmm. Neither one of us are licensed therapists, so um, we'll share kind you know we'll we're, we'll share from our heart and see what's you know what we've experienced um, and some tools that have worked for us, but. If you're feeling, you know, if you're if you're at a place where you're feeling like you you need to talk to a professional, um, definitely get in touch. Um, Devin and I could refer you to someone who knows more than we do, and yeah. and and the church definitely uh, the church has a program of counseling for um, um, for helping out 
um, and directing you to needed resources. So just want to be very clear about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're speaking from very personal points of view. So as we share, you might be able to relate with some, but you might not be able to relate with all of it. But we're hoping that it'll at least give you the confidence or the courage to speak up about it and to not be alone in it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So to kick things off then, our first question, what has mental health looked like to you? Well, I think you should go first. You think I should go first? Absolutely. I just, you know, I feel like that's fair. Okay, because I have the shorter beard, right? Yeah. Exactly. The shorter beard, (laughs) shorter straw. You go first. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. Um, For me, uh, mental health has looked in a couple of different ways. I've struggled with depression on and off throughout the years, but then Mm -hmm. I also had some social anxiety in there, which makes public communication a very interesting thing for me because it's like a roller coaster ride every time I do it. Yeah, this is a really fascinating job for social anxiety. You know, it's a calling. It's not necessarily my first choice job i wanted to work in the trades and uh, be behind machines and working with things that um, make me sweat you know? I, ironically i heard a comedian say that ironically social anxiety is the most relatable kind um but anyway moving on anyways <laughs> okay so for uh, me what that looks like is usually there's a series of lies Mm-hmm. that fill into my head things like, you know, I'm not being a good enough husband or I'm not being a good enough pastor. Or, I'm not being a good enough human or I'm not good enough to be in existence. Mm. And then it could be other lies that speak in, like I can't speak in front of people or that what I say doesn't matter or that nobody cares about me. These are lies that are constantly mm. filling my head at all times. Yeah. And so for me, I've had to learn to live with these lies in my head and to combat them and to face them. Mm-hmm. I know none of them are true, but in the moment, those lies seem very powerful. And that's kind of what it's looked like for me. Right. I think my story is, I mean, I can definitely relate to the depression piece. That's definitely been a part um, for me. Um, I mean, I grew up in a really tough uh, family situation. Mm-hmm which kind of led to a lot of unpacking that had to happen later in life. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, where the, the, I call it comparisonitis mm. where it's, it's just like you look at, you know, I, I have a lot of friends in the music business who've gone on to do really wonderful things and toured all over the world and gotten tons of opportunities and back when I was a touring musician, I would look at them and be like, I, I couldn't be happy for them because mm-hmm. I was always like, well, why am I not there? Am I not good enough? All this kind of stuff. Uh, it got to the point where, you know, I would have, you know, mini panic attacks, uh, you know, mm-hmm. on stage during sound check and stuff like that. But it's, it's an, inter- it's an internal pressure. It's a pressure inside to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, that's something that's, always been really tough in unpacking some stuff um, from my growing up years been able to put some of that aside but uh, depression is still something I struggle with Uh, I'm grateful to have a really great therapist I'm also um, grateful for our advances in medication I mean Mm -hmm. antidepressants are they're just another tool in the toolkit there's no shame in taking medication if you need it you know we did get a request to turn up the volume. All right, so I'm on it. Be a little louder. All right. Hopefully there we go. That helps. Hopefully that's better. Yeah, hopefully it does. 
Yeah, it's it's and it's funny because there's some similarities between both of our journeys with it, but there's definitely some differences in there too. Yeah. When that's the thing that makes mental health so difficult to talk about when you're not a specialist because exactly, you know, your experience can be so drastically different from someone else's. Mm-hmm. But I think we both have kind of learned and grown from it. It's not that it's some might be a reality that we still have in our life, but it's not something that controls our lives. Yeah. So what have been some truths that have helped you with your mental health? Well, again, short beard goes first. So. Short beard goes first. All right. Um, for me, one of the biggest ones was just learning that I'm not alone. Hmm. Even though mental health doesn't look the same, it doesn't mean I have to face it alone. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that other people aren't going through something that's similar. Or even people that aren't going through it aren't able to care. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was probably one of the biggest truths that I had ever faced when it came to mental health was just knowing that I'm not alone. People yeah. are there people care and then um, I have actually a couple of passages that have shared some truth do you want me to share those now or do you want to jump into something no man hop on that I mean right. I feel like you know the Jesus scripture part is part of this whole deal so yeah hop I, on in. I agree so a couple of passages that I was kind of pondering on as I was working through this Psalm 139 13 to 15 says for you formed my inward parts you knitted me together in my mother's womb I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully married. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. And this is a psalm. This is written by David. And he's talking about how he was being made and how God knew him before. But I just love the word. Or I love the phrase in it where it says, uh, wonderful are your works. Hmm. And how just before he says that he was fearfully and wonderfully made. I just love that comparison to know that like when God made us, he put thought into us. Yeah. Intent. And it wasn't just like, Oh, well this is going to be someone and he's going to be named Devin. It's like, no, he knows like the number of hairs on my head. He knows the, like the issues I'm going to have in life. He knows the strengths I'm going to have in life. He he knows all of it. And he intentionally put it there to make me, me. And that mm-hmm. wasn't a mistake. And that was a really big reminder for me especially when depression's coming in and i'm starting yeah. to feel like i'm not good enough anymore remembering that god mm-hmm. made me and i am wonderful it's yeah. very beautiful and then another passage is romans 8 um, 38 to 39 and it says for i am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of god in christ jesus our lord I just, I love that passage because it's just talking about like all these things and how nothing can separate us from God's love. Yeah. And so as I'm working through, you know, those, those tough times and I think about, you know, I was, I was wonderfully made and God loves me and there's nothing that can get in there and separate me from that. That's so beautiful. And then lastly, Galatians three thirteen says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree. Hmm. And it's, you know, it's, it's talking about Jesus's time on the cross, his sacrifice, and just how he took on that sin for us. And I just love the word redeemed. Now, there's no one that wouldn't say I'm not a gamer. I'm mm-hmm. a big gamer person. Yeah. And when I think of the word redeemed, I think of like when you get a game and it has like that awesome bonus content, <laughs> you punch in that code to redeem. <laughs> it's like that thing that you just really, really want. Yeah. And so when I look at this and I re- see the word redeemed, talking about Christ redeemed us, it means that he really wanted us. So I feel mm-hmm. loved. 
I feel wonderful and I feel loved when I look to God in those moments of hard times. And those are really important things mm-hmm. to help me with my mental health. Yeah, man, that's heavy. I, I, you know, one of the things I really vibe with about that is this, this whole idea of identity. Who mm-hmm. are we? You know, and we're all made in the image of God. So there's that spark of, there's that spark of heaven in everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and that's something that's just so, so important to remember. I think, you know, I, I come at it from a slightly different angle in terms of things that are, that have helped me. I think one, I think the first thing is there's no shame in asking for help. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. Like, no, you know, we should never feel shame about needing help. You know, shame, I, you know, we should never feel shame about needing, you know, to see a therapist, needing to talk to somebody. We should never mm. feel shame about needing medication. Uh, there's no shame. Those are all tools to help you be well, you know, and that's, you know, that's something that's been a big thing. I think another thing too is that boundaries are your friends. Mm. You know, just know, you know, stake out some space for yourself and know when you need that space and ask for it. Ask for that space. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm um, I'm really grateful for um, somebody I uh, I follow online and I've listened to a bunch of her podcast work. Um, Dr. Hillary McBride. Um, she's uh, she's from Vancouver. She's a therapist. She's awesome. Uh, today I was just listening to. Uh, a podcast uh, that she was on and actually we'll link to this um, in the show notes later um, and I'll put it up in the stories but uh, she was talking about um, just seven steps to feel big feelings in difficult times but one of the things that she said is you know there's this say, saying in the therapy community that you you need to feel it to heal it mm, so yeah. you, you actually have to feel the feeling feel it in your body, feel it all, you know, Mm -hmm. the only way out of the feeling is through, Mm -hmm. you know, and she compares the feeling is a lot like a, like a kid who comes up, you know, little kid that comes up to you with a drawing is like, Hey, look at my drawing. And if you stop and look at it right away, you know, then, okay, cool. Then you can kind of notice it, experience it, move on. Um, But if you ignore it, you know, if you ignore a kid, who's pulling on your sweater, that kid is only going to start pulling harder and harder and Mm -hmm. harder. So much like, you know, much like any feeling, if you ignore it or try to bypass it, it just is going to pull on you harder. So, and have a greater impact too. Yeah. And so one thing I've learned is, yeah, you've got to feel it to heal it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think a lot about, um, something, uh, um, Alison cook, who's, who's a great therapist and a good follow on Instagram. Um, she talks about something called spiritual bypassing, mm. which is, we, we kind of have this bad habit in, in Christian circles of kind of sticking a, you know, a, I, I call it bumper sticker Christianity or fridge magnet faith, where it's like, you just, you know, things like, instead of actually feeling your fear and letting Jesus walk that with you and feel the feeling and just go, you know, things like, starve your fear. It's the enemy of faith, you know, and, and just trying to stick a bandaid on something, you know, or just, you know, if you, if you're having trouble forgiving somebody, 
you know, like she, um, Alison Cook writes this, like emotional health is I want to forgive, but my heart is far from it. Mm. I'm going to talk to someone honestly about this struggle. Spiritual bypassing is just, well, God forgave you. So you should just forgive others. Just turn the other cheek. And this just sort of easy forgive for easy forgiveness, right? Mm. Or forgivism is what I would call it. So needless to say, Jesus knew what it was like to walk around in a body. Mm-hmm. feel feelings oh yeah have he the felt whole, them have the whole human experience and so there's you know instead of trying to stick a band-aid you know thing i i look at jesus's ministry you know and how he when he healed people he often dealt with underlying emotional things there as well mm-hmm. healing is a is a mind body spirit thing mm-hmm. it's not just you know it's, it's not just, oh, well, okay, you can walk now. But there is, you know, there's levels to that. Like when mm. you think about the leper, Jesus touched the leper to heal, mm-hmm. you know, and he was someone who in that society probably hadn't felt human touch in years. A long years. time, yeah. So, you know, Jesus is interested in, you know, when we look at healing and we look with mental at mental health, you know, Jesus enters into our experience. Mm-hmm. And if one thing too, I, I've really, that's been really important truth to help onto is that if I'm still struggling, that doesn't mean I'm a bad Christian. Mm. If I'm still struggling with depression, that doesn't mean there's some unconfessed sin that's sitting in my life. That's causing this, mm-hmm. you know, there's no, or I just don't have enough faith to not be depressed those things are not true. No. And it's, I think it's important to name that and just go, yeah, no, that's crap. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I still struggle with this stuff. Yeah. Like it's not a controller of my life, but it's still a reality that I live with. Absolutely. And that doesn't make you a bad Christian. Doesn't make me a bad Christian. Doesn't mean we don't, you know, embrace the way of Jesus. You know, that's just, this Mm -hmm. is, it's, it's, it's part of reality. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to own your life. But it is something that we deal with, you know, having a, having an experience with a, with a God who's actually experienced the human life is so helpful mm-hmm. in walking through this. Absolutely. Totally. All right, man, I'm going to throw it back to you. I'm long winded. That's okay. <laughs> um, last question. How can we care for those struggling with mental health? Hmm. I know you're going to say short beard first, so I'm just going to yeah, start going. Yeah, hop on it, man. Hop on it. Um, we can probably go back and forth on this one I a little bit so, more. Yeah. But um, first thing that I thought of was just be there for them. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever struggle they're dealing with, whatever they're going through, don't think of it as something little. Even if it's something like, well, I don't feel like anybody likes me. Well, you can be like, well, I like you. Mm-hmm. you. You could say that to them, but don't belittle the issue that they're going with, but be there with them and help them work through it and help them talk through it. Yeah. I think one thing too, is don't feel like you have to be their savior. Yeah. Is if, if you feel like you're in over there, over your head, um, recommend that they, you know, recommend that they see somebody. Yeah, totally. You know, I, I think that's, that's mm-hmm. important. Know when you've crossed the friend to professional line. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I think another thing too is, you know, back to the savior thing mm. is 
be quick to listen, slow to talk. Mm. You know, don't we have this, you know, I, I think we have this impulse to kind of run in and try and fix people. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily what people need. Sometimes the most the most helpful healing spiritual thing that you can do is be a good listener. Mm-hmm. Be yeah, totally stole my second point, which was oh, well. which was like yeah, listen to them. Like a lot of times when people are struggling, generally one of the things that they're feeling, and I know I'm generalizing here, mm-hmm. so it's not for everyone, but they're feeling like they're being unheard. Or that yeah. no one wants to listen. Yeah. So just being able to listen and to be present with them is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's my third point is be present with their struggle. Just like if you can't relate, that's okay. But just like ask them about it. Be intentional about like being like, how are you doing with that? How's that going? Yeah. It's like being, being curious on purpose. Yeah. You know, ask the second question, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in the, that's, you know, beyond the, Hey, how's it going? Okay. Be in it for the next question. Mm-hmm. The next, ask the next question, ask the second question, the third question, you know, and yeah, just show up, show yeah. up for that person. And then, uh, my, my last point, um, that I wrote down as I was thinking about ways we can help other people is just remind them of truths. Hmm. So especially if there's someone that's struggling with lies, you know, lovingly remind them or they say like, I just don't feel like anybody likes me. I'll be like, be like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, but just know that I really like you mm-hmm. and, or just know that like if, the, if they're a Christian or if you feel like God's pulling you to say it, like you say like, well, I know someone that does love you. You want to hear about them mm-hmm. and share about God. Like there, there are truths in there. Like there's, there's God element of this. There's the whole like science and psychological element of it too, mm-hmm. but just like remind people of the truths. Yeah. You know, um, every day, um, when I do the 11 AM check-ins on Instagram and Facebook, um, every day I end them with the words, know that you matter, Mm. know that you're loved, know that God has not forgotten you. Yeah. You know, and I think it is important to be reminded of those things. Totally. You know, that you matter, that you're loved, that God has not forgotten about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one thing that um, I did want to mention, I forgot, you know, because there's there's so much. This is a huge topic, so we're just like yeah. scratching the baby surface of it. Seriously, this is by no means the be all end all when it comes to mental yeah. health. But I I think it's important to talk about um, social media use and having some boundaries for yourself with your social mm-hmm. media use. And this isn't me being like old man. Oh, those kids and their social medias. Like, no, that's that's not where this has come from at all. Um, I just wanted to share kind of how you know I I approach social media because um, there's there's studies psychologists have studied this in that excessive use of social media is linked to increased risk of depression, anxiety, mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think it's important, you know, especially now that we're all cooped up to really be, really be aware, self-aware, like what is this, what is this doing to me? Mm -hmm. You know, so for me, you know, I, I often will go, okay, I'm going to spend some, I'm going to spend some time just being quiet and meditating and, you know, praying before 
I before I hop into social media just so mm-hmm. that I'm in a good frame of mind and I'm not in a reactive frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing too is just knowing yourself well, you know, knowing yourself well enough to go, if I'm, you know, if I'm struggling with depression right now, or if I'm in a kind of a depressed place or I'm in kind of an anxious place, you know, maybe, maybe the socials are not the right place for me right now. No, just, just no, honestly, everybody's different, mm-hmm. but be self-aware. I think that's just the thing It's just try and be aware of what's healthy and what's not. Well, yeah. And the reality is, is what's being portrayed on social media is never usually the reality of what anyone's going through. Hold on. You're saying people are face tuning themselves. I mean, people who sing auto tune their voices. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> just saying everybody's <laughs> T pain now. Everybody's T pain. No. Um, I will say this though. I mean, I, there's never been so much, you know, good music, like acoustic music online <laughs> ever than there mm-hmm. is now. Everybody's playing Facebook lives or Instagram oh, yeah. lives and putting up videos themselves playing. It's awesome. Oh, it is awesome. Yeah, dig that. Yeah, social media is definitely a tool and it can be used really well. Like you think about like if you're on Facebook Messenger and you're in a video chat with a bunch of people, Mm -hmm. especially if you're feeling alone, that's a really great way to feel connected again with people. But yeah, yeah, it is definitely it's that double edged sword where used in the right way, it's a beautiful tool Mm -hmm. used in the wrong way. It's a very dangerous weapon. Yeah, I I think find ways too to have face to face communication on social media where you see another person. Especially now. I mean, like that's, you know, just being healthy. Totally. Yeah. Actually, that's why I like Beard Talk so much because I actually have a face-to-face interaction. I, I know. This is kind of nice. <laughs> this is kind of nice. As we try to socially distance as much as the camera will allow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Stay over there. That's right. Yeah. I see you. Don't cross my line. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. All good. Yeah. Do you have any uh, final thoughts that you want to share? Or? I think... You know, when it comes down to it, you know, mental health is a complicated topic. Yeah. And um, there's lots of good resources out there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, um, Allison Cook PhD is a good follow on Instagram. Um, Hillary McBride's another great follow. There's actually, you know, awesome, you know, there's awesome resources on, there's, there's a whole pile of really great therapists that are just putting stuff Mm-hmm. online. So oh, I, yeah. I've actually found Instagram to be a really incredible community. There's a really incredible community there of people who are offering resources. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, you know, in, in that way, I think it can be really helpful. That's where social media becomes helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like my big thing, um, when we went into this conversation for us anyways, is that I really wanted to make sure that anybody that listens, if they are struggling, don't suffer in silence. And don't suffer alone. Yeah. Like reach out. Like we are here. Mm -hmm. We will listen. We will talk. We will do whatever you need. We can refer you. We can get you connected. But I'm sure you also have family and friends in your life that also would love to just have you share. They might even kind of know something's up. Just don't be afraid because it's not like a coward thing. Yeah. It's you're more brave to speak up about it than you are to not. Yes. And always know that the world is better off with your presence here 100 percent. yeah 
And people, check on your friends. Yes, <laughs> please do, especially if they're extroverts. Yeah, yeah, the extroverts. Think of your extrovert friends right now. Yeah. So it, we're going to give a couple seconds. If you have any questions, you can throw them in the comments or in the Instagram I'll go, chat. I'll go walk over and see what the Instagram's saying. Yeah. Nope. Nothing's going on over there. No, Alrighty. Yeah, there's not anything going on over here too. So um, just one final reminder for those of you that are in youth. If um, you didn't know, we're going to actually hop into a Zoom call at 745. So if you do not have the link, please like DM us on Instagram or comment and we can get you that link. Uh, and you can join in. We're going to chat a little bit more about this. I have a couple questions for us to discuss. We're going to try and play some things in a box and then just hang out and pray together a little bit too. Cool. Yeah. And uh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook Live Monday to Friday at 11 a.m. Just for checking in. We check mm -hmm. on each other. We pray. We just talk about, you know, talk about life and how things are going and just some helpful stuff. So feel free to hop on for that. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to wrap up into a, a word of prayer and then we will close this, this session off. Sounds good. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you that you are someone who loves us, that you care for us, that we matter to you, that you put thought into our creation. And Father, I pray that as we've shared about mental health, that you give us the confidence and the courage to step out or to call a friend or to text a person or whatever it is. Let us not let people suffer in mental illness alone, whatever it is for them. And God, just be with us during this time of social distancing. Help us not feel alone. Help us feel your love and your presence and help us be love to other people. Pray this all in your great and heavenly name. Amen. Amen. And we're looking for topics for Beard Talk, so feel free to toss something in the DMs on mm -hmm. uh, at Bethany Chapel Calgary mm -hmm. or the comments or fire us an email. Yep. Um, if there's something you want us to talk about, we'll uh, put a couple beards to it. Sounds good. All right. Peace out, guys. Until next week.